welcome back to Menace Podman. I am Scott Keller, along with Steve St. Pierre. We are at week 16 of the NBA season, exactly one week away from the NBA trade deadline. Um, how's it going? It's been a while. Good, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I think uh, as far as just today, kind of a general loose uh, kind of summary. We'll go through some general topics, just some stuff we saw over the last week. I know we got a bunch of returns, some streamers, some injury, new injury news and stuff to talk about. And then time permitting, which I think we'll have enough time, we'll hop into those deadline stashes uh, that you can look forward to. As yeah, like, this is the calm before the storm. We got one week before the deadline. That's right. That's right. Um, I just wanted to touch real quick. I guess I'll pat myself on the back a little bit, but the picks have been awesome the last three days. Good I'll, job. Three straight three straight days of green winning days. And uh, ever since adding the new initiative, if you haven't checked out the the uh, new picks podcast, kind of highlighting a charity or whatnot. So try and throw some winning towards that. So Menace Podman has thrown a little bit of cash, not a lot, but a little bit of our winnings towards uh, Salvation Army, YMCA, and Feeding America the last three days. Shout out to Scott Keller. Seriously, man, this was all you. Fantastic idea. And, you know, we're eventually going to record a pod where we're kind of talking about our personal lives a little bit. But you and I, we both have kids and our kids both have, you know, different things, you know, nothing real major, but um, different things that we kind of wanted to address. And so, you know, we'll get into that. But this is such a fantastic idea to just kind of give back to people in need. And uh, I just commend you so much, man. Great idea. I'm glad to be a part of it any way I can. No, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun seeing the last three days be green days that I've actually been able to throw something at it. So, um, yeah, obviously we're not going to win every day, um, and it doesn't have to be a huge amount, but every every little bit, every counts. little bit helps exactly. And yeah, the whole goal I think if we if we can grow this podcast and more people start listening to, then if people are who who cares what if you get a thousand listeners after a year, maybe a uh, dollar a person, thousand dollars a day towards some some charity would be pretty. I'll sweet. take it. So moving on from that, uh, one, actually, let's see, moving on from that. Oh man. I, th- I thought, first it, thing. yeah, <laughs> I got a name th- on your paper. First thing. So yeah, we're going to start is. with the first thing today is LeBron, uh, LeBron on Saturday. What was it? Celtics Lakers. Uh, obviously some really bad calls have been happening and been pointed out in the NBA lately. But that one is and LeBron. And calls. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Um, it's been crazy. And LeBron really, I think everybody saw him have his little, as, as I mentioned before the cast, I have LeBaby on there because it looked like <laughs> somebody stole his bike or his candy. I'm not really <laughs> sure what happened. But he had a little tantrum there, kind of deservedly so, but I was just curious your take on that. It was a really bad missed call. There was a referee standing right there. But having said that, the Lakers lost that game, and they did other things throughout that game to lose the game. So, um, you know, it's a bad missed call, and it really does stand out because it's the end of regulation. Um, But, yeah, they lost. Celtics won. Um, There were other things that could have been prevented by the Lakers to possibly win that one, but um, it didn't work out. It's one game. Uh, you move on and they have moved on and they've, you know, readjusted their starting lineup the way that we discussed they would. So, um, 
you know, I think they're going to be okay moving forward. But yeah. Nope. Agreed. But yeah, I just, I just thought it was a little crazy, a little, little childish with the way he went through with that. But it was, but of course, you know, you know how it is, man, with the media, they egg these players on, they want all the sound bites. They want all the clicks. Yep. They're going to get these guys to say whatever it is that they want them to say so that they can yep. get clicks on their websites. And, and then, and then Pat Beth came out there with the camera and got that technical. File. That was that really was... funny. I, I cracked up when I saw that. I thought it was hilarious. He's, he's one of those guys that I, <laughs> that I really hate, but I love him secretly. So. I loved the refs instant, just technical oh, foul. That was probably the <laughs> fastest. I mean, I grew up watching guys like Rodman and, I still don't think I've ever seen a faster technical foul. As soon as he saw him walking out there with that camera, it was hilarious. He just instant technical foul. Yeah, yeah he had that look. Of don't want to hear it for real. For <laughs> real. Great. This, this is what you're doing. You technical. That guy. That was so funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, other thing. Uh, obviously, all star selections happened lately, and do I care about the all star game? No, nope. man. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't care about the all star game at all. I don't think. I, I think we discussed this last time. I know there's some reserves and stuff, nope. but could care less. Yeah. Yep. So that sucks. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, just some other, I like they, every single week, there's these 50 point games. I actually, I wanted to say something too, about <laughs> a pet peeve of mine. I hate when people call scoring games pieces. I don't know when that started or who started that, but 50 piece, 40 piece, 60 piece like yeah it drives me nuts so you won't hear me say that <laughs> and if Pretty i do good. it's a mistake but i hear it everywhere and it just drives me nuts but anyway uh let's see so so last weekend saturday uh denver philadelphia i know we were both watching i don't mean game. to cut you off i just thought of something oh, sure. too that i want to put out there real quick as far as pet peeves yeah i'm getting really sick and tired of hearing about business decision yeah i don't yeah. like when People talk about, oh, there's no defense in the NBA, but then they show these highlights and they're like, why didn't that guy, <laughs> why didn't that guy move out of the way? That was a poor business decision. He's going to be in the highlight. He's going to be on the poster. Yep. Dude, they're playing defense, which is what we want them to do. We want them to play more defense. You know, everyone's complaining. There's no defense in the NBA, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Pick a direction and stick with it. I'm tired of hearing about the business decision. Sorry, I just had to put that out there real quick. No, that's true. I mean, I mean there's lots of stuff I hate that people say. So, <laughs> But you're right about the peace thing, too. That is really annoying. Yep. So, yeah, I was just going into that. Uh, just last weekend, there's just more. Everybody seems to be scoring 50 points on a regular basis because of the reasons. No defense, more offense, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but we uh, we were both watching. I know we were texting the, the Denver-Philly game, and you were saying, yeah. man, this would be a sweet finals matchup. Um, uh -huh. I completely agree. Embiid was crazy. I think he had 47 points that game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was just a great battle. Just both guys doing, like, everything in their arsenal, you know, everything in their repertoire, um, scoring, rebounding, passing, playmaking, shooting, um, yeah. some defense, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, it was, and, and it was it kind of swung back and forth two points by this because Denver had the – a decent lead right going in and then philadelphia came back yep yep so denver was up almost the entire game yeah. but it was close it was always you know philly just kept hanging in there just kind of clawing away yeah. um i've got Embiid's line right here this is insane 
Uh, 47 points, 18 rebounds, five assists, three steals, two blocks, uh, four three-pointers. He shot 58% from the field, 70% from the line. Fresh milk. Yeah. No, <laughs> Damn straight. I, <laughs> yeah. No, Embiid looked great. And that was the game after, too. They gave that, he gave that uh, little clip just saying, like, you know, it, everything's working this year for him so far. And he's like, this, yeah. you know, this could be the year kind of thing. And that's another one too. This whole MVP talk, uh, the reporters trying to egg these guys on to oh, yeah. keep talking about it. I, I I just want all these guys to just say, you know what, just shut up about it. You know, we're whoever wins it at the end of the year will win it. Um, the rest of us, I mean, we're all deserving of it, but the most important thing is winning a title. That's what we all want. I'm trying to remember. There was a there was a coach after a game. Man, I totally blank. I can't remember who it was. I was watching and Popovich. Uh, or, no, it definitely wasn't pop. It was a younger guy. Um, I can't think of who it was, but basically it was somebody during halftime trying to get him to say something. And he just, you know, he's like, I see what you're doing. And he just went right past it. It was, it was fantastic. I'll have to see if I can remember that. Good. But yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Phil Embiid went off Saturday. Then Sunday, it was Giannis. He had a 50 piece <laughs> um, against New Orleans. And New Orleans, obviously, is just falling apart right now. Uh, I think they're one yeah. and nine in their last ten games. But yeah, that game was a blowout. Um, yeah, fifty points, thirteen boards, three yeah. triples. He's hitting triples now, man. It's just yeah, he's unstoppable. Milwaukee's going like 135, 40, 45 points a game right now. So yep, it's nuts. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so that I guess wasn't too impressive with the way New Orleans is playing lately. And then the next day was. Uh, Luca's return and he dropped the 53 on the Pistons. So, yeah, everybody's doing it against the Pistons and uh, their coaches are trying to talk smack, trying to do whatever they can to phase these guys, but nothing's working. Yeah. Um, Luca's line 53 points, eight boards, five assists, two steals, five triples, 70% from the field, and 78% from the line. Yeah. And He's, nobody else uh, scored probably double digits almost. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, Luca's carrying that team. And the free throw shooting has been the difference now. He's finally turned the corner there. Um, yep. He's still turning the ball over a ton. But um, the free throw shooting is what's putting him over the top. He's become an elite uh, fantasy player, finally. Mm-hmm. After years of being, you know, technically overdrafted, uh, yeah. now he's finally putting it together and it's been amazing. Yeah, I mean, you talk about those MVP talks, and to still to me, like I rank people as if they're not on the team, how valuable they are. And Dallas is like the worst team in the NBA almost yeah, without them. You, you take that player off that roster. Yeah, almost like a war, like a baseball war, wins above yeah. replacement type thing. And Doncic has to be exponential, has to be huge. Yeah, compared- it's not even close. Compared to when you see Denver play without Jokic, and they can still beat people. Yeah, a lot of these teams, Milwaukee, you know, when Giannis was out, they were still putting up 130 points. And yeah, man, you're right, because a lot of these teams are like super teams, or they have like multiple star players. So if one of them goes down or sits or whatever, they still keep it rolling. But that Dallas roster, man, you take Luka off of there, it's borderline worst in the league. Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. In that and regard, just, for sure. Yeah. And then just the last thing I want to mention, I watched uh, 
last night, Wednesday, the first, uh, the T-Wolves Golden State game last night was awesome. <laughs> it was like one of my favorite <laughs> games I watched all week, I think. That was cool. Um, the atmosphere in Minnesota was just, it felt like a you were watching a playoff game. It was I don't know. I'm I'm not I wasn't very high on the Wolves and I haven't been for a long time, but they're starting to play defense and Anthony huge Edwards win. is starting to get better. He like, is and yeah. huge win for them. And you know, no towns, no go bear. Yep. And Nas still, Reed. Nas yeah. Reed was a beast, but yep. he <laughs> um, was. Yeah, I saw a stat. Um Golden State has blown seven double digit leads on the road this year, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, and they're you know they're still kind of messing with guys. They're uh, I saw Clay sitting tonight for the back to back, and they're listing um, Steph Curry and Draymond Green as questionable. I mean, they're yeah. not. We talked about it before. They're not going to be able to do that stuff much longer. The West is too deep. It's way too close, and uh, we're running out of time. Yeah, all these teams are playing for seeding. You know, it's not just about getting in. It's about the seed. You want to make sure you get um, a home good spot. You want to, It's too. all about the matchups. Yep. Matchups and home court is big this year. No I doubt. saw actually a quote from a Warriors owner or general manager or something just said, I think it was from today, actually. They were talking about the tread deadline. And he said, uh, they, they, he was asking them if they were going to make moves and whatnot. And he said, you know, I like my team a lot, but we're only like 500. So yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> kind of. So. They could use another vet. I mean, they have, um, you know, they have Iguodala who they brought back, and he's barely even played. I was gonna say I didn't, I didn't even, I don't even know how many minutes he gets. If he, he ever... was actually healthy, and like, could finally start playing and not sitting any games, just play a solid 10, 15 minutes even every night from here on out. That would be a huge jolt for them. Yeah, huge boost, and a guy you know who's versatile can play almost any position guard almost any position that's huge you know that's that's key and um you know i don't know what else they can do um you know we'll get into some stashes and stuff they have some young guys on their roster we've talked about it before if they want to make a trade they have some assets to pull it off um the question is do they want to part with those assets right now or do they want to still kind of try to wing it and just, you know, run it back. I mean, they are technically the defending champs. So, um, you know, they can do it, but they had some other guys on that team last year that they've had to replace yeah, and like they the missed Gary those guys. and Bielitsa and guys like that, you know, key players off their bench. So some yeah. of these other guys need to start stepping up or they need to go out and find another guy or two. Yeah, I do give uh, Dante DiVincenzo credit. He seems like he's been pretty good this year and a decent. Yeah, fit. for sure, he was a good. He was a good um, pickup for them. They need another guy kind of like that who's going to come in and, like I said, just be there every night consistently. You know, um, yeah. even if it's just fifteen, twenty minutes a game. But yeah, that defense lacks a lot. Yeah. All right, that's that's about all I had. Random stuff to go off the top. Uh, so you want to hop into? Let's see returns some new yeah we got a bunch of returns bunch of positive news um no trades to report since our one that we had last week so we'll stay on top of that we're going to be busy next week i'm sure we'll be talking a lot of trades i hope um but yeah let's get the returns um let's go ahead and start with tyrese halliburton he's had a sprained left elbow 
and sprained left knee. But it sounds like he is returning tonight, uh, February 2nd. So that's going to be huge. He's missed a ton of games. Uh, looks like about 10 games he's been out. Man. Yeah. Yep. No, I think it's been 10. I think Indiana's like <laughs> lost almost all of them. So, yeah. Um, and I mentioned this, I, I have Halliburton in multiple leagues. So, uh, this is going to be huge for my team. I was streaming TJ McConnell quite a bit. In fact, there was a period where I just kept him on my roster and because he was playing so well, he yeah. essentially just replaced Halliburton on my team. And so I appreciated that, <laughs> but, um, they've been off for a few days. So I actually have used that as kind of an open streaming spot now in anticipation of Halliburton's return. So this is going to be good having him back and, uh, they play again tomorrow against Sacramento too. So hopefully he can play the back to back, um, should be good to go. And, uh, that's going to be huge for them. Uh, like yeah, you said, gonna... they've lost a ton, so they need to get yeah. back to winning some games and yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how they're going to bring him back. I, I assume what, maybe he won't play back-to-backs or just play limited minutes in both. He's but, young, man. I think yeah. he's had enough time off. They need, they can't mess around with that. He's They're in 10th place right now. Um, they're dead even with the Bulls fighting for that play-in spot. And they're, you know, we've talked about it a bunch of times. Um, a bunch of those teams are all super close within a game or two. You know, I'm looking right now, the Knicks 7 – Hawks eight, Wizards nine, and Pacers ten. They're all within three games of each other. Yeah, and Chicago, as you mentioned. Yep. Yeah, Chicago's right there. Um, Toronto's just behind them. So all these teams are going to be fighting and clawing. They they can't afford to be messing around with like sitting guys certain nights. Like they either got to be healthier, they're not. So yeah. hopefully, you know, they're bringing him back. He's going to be good to go the rest of the way. Um, Toronto is crazy to me. I, I feel like Toronto is so much better than Chicago, Indiana, like both. Yeah, I think, there. I mean, we've talked about it with them, man. I just think they don't have enough depth. Um, yeah, yeah. And they have guys that they probably could be playing more and just they don't trust them. Yeah. And so they probably need to make a move. It just remains to be seen. Are they going to be buyers or sellers? You know, there's been a lot of rumors, like you mentioned, you know, guys like Van Vliet, Siakam, they've all had their names tossed out there. But Toronto might be saying, hey, look, you know, we've still – got our core group, you know, let's build with these guys. Let's just try to pick some pieces up to add to them. So yeah. um, we'll have to see what they do. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a big week this week. So, yeah, I think Washington's a little deceiving right now too, with that six game winning streak, because they haven't really played anybody that great. Yeah. Spurs, Rockets, Mavs without Luca, Pelicans. Yeah. Awful. Um, and the magic, like, yeah. <laughs> but that's a really good segue there bringing up Washington because the next guy I was going to talk about is Porzingis, who nice. um, we were really surprised. He had that sprained left ankle. We said last week he was supposed to miss two weeks. He actually wound up returning January 30th. And once again, just like all these other guys, he came back and looked like he hasn't missed a beat. He had 17 points, nine rebounds, seven assists, three steals, five blocks, and a three-pointer. Uh, awesome percentages just looked like his normal self. So yep. um, they haven't played since then. Um, they were supposed to play the Pistons um, yesterday, February yep. 1st. The game got postponed due to weather. Um, so they go tomorrow, February 3rd, and the 4th. So they're going to have a back-to-back. So that'll be interesting to see what they do with him. He's a guy that I could easily see sitting the back-to-back just because of his injury history, which we've talked about. Yep. But – 
Um, good to see him back, and that's huge for them. You know, they're another team that's kind of in that, you know, in that mix. Like we said, they're ninth right now. So they're right in there. They need their guys. They need all hands on deck. Um, remains to be seen if they're going to make another move or not. Um, but either way, yeah, they got to get going here. Yeah, agreed. Them without a, without full strength. I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced they're actually even a playoff team. I think they fall out, but yeah, we'll see. I think, I think the yep. deadline's really going to be a deciding factor. Yeah, yeah there. it depends which way they go for sure. Yep. Uh, more good news. Devin Booker, he's been out with the uh, left groin strain, but he is targeting a return February 7th. And we've talked about Phoenix a ton. They need, again, they need all hands on deck. Um, they've had a bunch of guys out, but their guys are all kind of coming back now. He's that missing piece. Um, they're going to make a trade. We know that they're going to trade Jay Crowder. There's no way that they don't trade him. I'm just curious to see if they trade any other guys and what they get back for them. So, yeah, yeah, no, they're interesting team. They've actually surprised me because I, I didn't think just, I think we might actually, we might've talked about this last week too, but just Chris yeah. Paul returning just makes him so much better. And that's uh, crazy. Just testament to the point God, but yeah. Yeah, I, for sure. Yeah, I will say though he sucked the other day, so it's all in the hips. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, let's talk about Lamelo Ball. We've been talking mm-hmm. about Charlotte a lot. This team's a mess, uh, but credit to Lamelo Ball. He came back. We talked about it last week. He was on the verge of coming back from his ankle sprain, and he did officially return January twenty sixth. Yep. So he has played three games now. He's looking pretty good. Um, shooting's been pretty shaky, but he's been kind of like that all year. Uh, but he's scoring, yeah. he's getting assists, he's getting rebounds. Yeah, had that triple double the other day. Yep. Um, he's had, yeah, he had almost two triple doubles. His first game back, he had yeah. 15 points, 11 rebounds, and eight assists. Okay. Uh, his last game against Milwaukee, January 31st, he had 27 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, three steals, three blocks, and three triples. So, uh, we talked about a possible sell high, um, for him, uh, me personally, if I had him on any teams, I would be floating him out there in some trades. I do not trust that team. I think they're going to shut people down, but, um, you know, it all depends if you're in a league that has an early playoffs, that'll help. Maybe he plays in the fantasy playoffs before they shut him down. So you can kind of keep your fingers crossed and hope for that scenario. Uh, but if it was me, either way, I'd still be floating some stuff out there and to see, you know, if there's anybody that would be willing to give yeah. you something good for that, him. That that game you mentioned that he had the triple double on the 31st, yeah, um, against Milwaukee was I I actually I didn't put it in the picks, but I did a, a rebound bet and it, I I won it. It was amazing. I don't know if you saw, but that game had 128 rebounds in it. Which I is, did not see that. Yeah, is insane Dang. amount of rebounds for a basketball game. Usually, you're <laughs> averaging like a hundred, like fifty. Yeah. 50. So I, yeah, I had like a five or six legger with guys going over rebounds, and they they killed it. They they nice. just absolutely crushed it. Like offensive rebounds, eighteen to sixteen. Like, <laughs> just I don't know, just something that was pretty crazy. That might be the most rebounds I'm, I'm sure even, and that wasn't even an overtime game. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, another return is, uh, Kelly Olenek. We talked about this last week. He had the ankle injury, but he returned on January 28th. And the big news regarding that was exactly what we said. 
our boy Walker Kessler. Oop, oop. That's not the right one. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for it. <laughs> that actually kind of worked. <laughs> Walker Kessler remained in the starting lineup. They started Olinick at the four, Kessler at the five, and it's been Jared Vanderbilt who's now coming off the bench, which is how it should be. Because like you said, Kessler's been a beast. He has earned the right to stay in that starting lineup. And if you want proof, um, read it, read it. Yeah. Last <laughs> <Preach>. night, <laughs> February 1st against Toronto, they won. The jazz got the win 131 to 128 high scoring game. Kessler played 30 minutes. He had 17 points, 14 rebounds, seven blocks, a steal shot. 80% 80% from the field. He uh, should be was... good to go the rest of the way. It was amazing. I watched that game, yeah. uh, and I I was just smiling from ear to ear. I was I, I love him. I love the guy. He's, and he's so great. Like you said, rookie of the year. He's a candidate. He's right in the mix. If he keeps yep. playing like this, he's definitely going to be in the running. You know, I said last week that I think Boncaro's got it to lose, but if Kessler keeps playing like this, and we need to see what Orlando's going to do if they're going to make a trade, um, to maybe I don't know maybe bring in i don't think they're going to be bringing in more people i think they'll probably be shipping people out exactly. um, but you never know and if there's injuries i mean if something happens if boncaro goes down with some kind of an injury and kessler stays healthy and keeps doing what he's doing that's gonna kind of shift the tide a little bit so that's gonna be interesting to see yeah i think i need to watch some so i, I gave the all-star game a bunch of crap but what I will watch is the Rising Stars game because that's just yeah. full of amazing talent. Yeah, and that was a good – yeah, there's a lot of good names out there. Um, one yeah, I, one uh, one guy that didn't make the list, and we'll we'll talk about him in my stashes. That's kind of a tease there. But, um, but yeah, great set of uh, – that's a, just a great set of rosters. And you're right, that will be a very entertaining game. I will be watching that. Yeah, I'll watch I, that. I, I personally don't follow G League stuff that much, so it's nice to get some recognition to those guys um, and get yeah, no familiar question. with them. But, yeah, between sophomores and rookies, obviously, we follow a lot. And, yeah, know that that rookie – man, they're both good, but that, that rookie lineup is great. Wait, I, I guess I yeah. didn't think it was going to be that strong of a class this year. I knew it would be good, but it's really good. Yeah, and for us Pistons fans, it's going to be fun to watch because we have a couple of our players, and then obviously, you know, we're we're paying attention to all these young players because you know we're trying to get them all. <laughs> since <laughs> since we're one of the teams that's tanking right now, um, you exactly. know, this is kind of our this is kind of our NBA Finals almost. You know, <laughs> this is our chance to see these guys in action, and you know, yeah. I think I saw after last week, I think, I think Walker Kessler moved down to like number four on the rookie ladder. But what to to their? I think they put Jalen Williams or somebody above them. I do. I do really like Jalen Williams, but not ahead of Kessler. So yeah, I think it's still Bancaro, Matherin, Williams, and then Kessler. I believe is the order That's, currently that but, needs to change. Kessler's yeah. number two. Kessler makes Utah so dangerous too. Yeah, um, yeah. He's 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 the new Gobert. They, yeah. That trade has worked out so well for them already. What a trade. But yeah, no, he's 
He's a real deal. I, I want to go get a jersey or something. I don't know. <laughs> we got to get him on the pod. <laughs> yes, we do. I'd How awesome that. would that be? That that would be. Uh, I I don't know. No no words for that. Yeah. <laughs> it just would be amazing. <laughs> Um, unfortunately that's all I have for returns. I've got some injuries here. I wanted to go over, um, OG on an OB and yep. you and I watched this game together and we saw him sprain his left wrist. Yep. Yep. He's out until at least February 8th. Um, they're on a road trip right now and they've already ruled them out for the whole trip. So at the very earliest he'll come back February 8th and that's not a given either. So, um, and his name's been out there in trade talks. So who knows? Oh, he could yeah. get traded. They could decide to shut him down for the all-star break um, just to make sure he's okay. You know, I don't, I don't know if the they've really run. actually missed him too much. Well, obviously going forward, because we talked about their depth and whatnot, they could use him. But, um, well, you're probably going to get into picks up, pickups, but Precious Achua has filled in very nice. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really have Precious listed as a pickup because we oh, yeah. talked about him last week. Um, yeah, that's true. Yep. But – yeah, he's been outstanding, and he's you know been in that lineup. He's been getting double doubles and getting defensive stats, which um, Achua wasn't getting at the beginning of the year. So now he's starting to you know block some shots, get some steals. That's huge. That's huge in uh, across category leagues. So yeah, um, and no, yeah, like, like you lot. said, they're not playing a lot of guys. They don't have any depth, so he's getting a ton of minutes. It's a no-brainer pickup. If he, if he's out there in any leagues at this point, scoop him up immediately. Yeah, I think I picked him up that night. We actually watched it. I think I picked him up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going down. And I picked him up. That was a up. smart move. I think my my team, I think, is full of just pickups. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy. I mean, most teams are right now. And I mean, you'll probably start naming some. I'll be like, "Yep, I got him." Yeah, got him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what you have to do. That's yeah. what you got to do at this point. Uh, Marcus Smart, he has a right ankle sprain and he's out indefinitely. And, you know, that kind of sucks because Boston has depth, but at guard, it's kind of, it's kind of spotty. I mean, they have um, Malcolm Brogdon, but he's a little bit older. He's been in and out of the lineup. He's had injury history. Um, He's better. I feel like when he... Like he played what when Jalen Brown and Tatum were out and he was like the focal point and yeah. like, and he's got more offense going through him. I feel like he's, you know, not as productive just off the bench. That maybe that's wrong. He does have some stats to back that up. But Well, and a lot of it too is the minutes. You know, I think when he when Yeah, blowout when he's games been the and, and just when he's been the focal point, like you said, he plays more. But you know, when those other guys are out there with him, he's only playing twenty, twenty five minutes. And yeah. that's just that's only so much time to put up stats. But but he's a really good player across nine categories, and you know he's definitely a must roster guy. And then um, one of my ads that I have listed for this week is Derek White. I think just right now he's been kind of a streamer all year, but right now he's consistently putting up double figure um, scoring. Uh, he's getting a good amount of rebounds, assists, and he's always been a great defensive player. He gets a ton of steals. He gets blocks for a guard. That's awesome. Out of position stats. We love that. Um, you know, the percentages are always, you know, no pun intended, hit or miss. Um, but yeah, he's just a, a good, good fantasy player and a guy that right now with, you know, consistent playing time, pretty much a must own, you know, um, he's been being streamed in my leagues, but, um, he's a guy, if you've got an open roster spot, 
he's a guy you can pick up and probably just keep for a little while. I mean, smart sounds like he's going to be out until, you know, probably after all-star breaks. So that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. Not good. Not no. good for Boston. No, I mean, we talked about that last week too, about how, yep. you know, they've really missed him and, you know, we'll see if they can get it going here. Um, they have picked up a couple wins. Um, their last two games, they beat, you know, we, we mentioned the Laker game and then they whooped Brooklyn last <laughs> night, February yeah. 1st. 139 to 96. Yeah, Brooklyn didn't. Well, that might be a good segue too. Um, no TJ Warren, no Ben Simmons yesterday as well. So yeah, those guys are day to day. I have them, uh, and they both sound like they're going to be back. Yeah. Um, but I have a list of day to day players that I'll get to here in just a second. Um, speaking of day to day, I feel like we've been mentioning this for the past month now. But Kevin Porter Jr. He's got <laughs> that left foot contusion, and he's still out for the Houston Rockets. Uh, they keep listing him day to day. There's been no kind of like official setback or anything, but we don't know when he's going to be back. Um, hopefully soon. You know, we thought it was going to be like a one week deal, but he's been out. Um, they've got some other guys who've been out, but they're more day. They are day to day. Sounds like they're going to be back. So um, just kind of keep an eye on that. Um, and then Lou Dort, he has a yep. sprained right hamstring for the thunder he's out indefinitely and he sounds like he might be out till after the break he doesn't sound anywhere near return yeah i so, got him sitting on my il or il plus or wherever he's at right now okay um i'm just gonna go ahead and go right through my day-to-day list here yeah. and yeah. again if there's anybody that jumps out if you want to talk about him feel free but uh here we go jaron jackson jr lebron james jeremy grant De'Aaron fox rudy gobert Christian Wood, who we still haven't had an update on him, but he's yeah. pretty much ready to come back, you know, hopefully any time now. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, Trey Jones, Ben Simmons, who you mentioned. Yeah, Nurkic, Victor- Nurkic jumps out because he came back for two minutes the other day, I think yesterday on the on the Wednesday game and on his calf. And he's like, yeah, I'm going two minutes, play two minutes and locked again. So I'm, yeah, I'm- uh, I was, I was going to mention an ad. We can just go ahead and do that right now. Um, Drew Eubanks. He's the backup center for Portland and he was an absolute stud down the stretch last year when Nurkic was out. Mm -hmm. So he's a guy that absolutely is worth um, a stream at the minimum and maybe just a a flat out pickup. You know, if you have Nurkic on your team, maybe, and you've you've got, you know, a roster spot to spare, maybe just grab Eubanks right now just to be safe. Especially if you're. I actually grabbed him, and I dropped uh, Herb Jones, replaced him. So. Okay, and I mean, especially if you're a team that needs boards, field goal percentage, like typical big man type stuff. Um, I probably don't. Point. I need other stuff, but you know what? <laughs> I like yeah. the big man stats. Yeah, and you know they help more than they hurt. So um, they're not really going to hurt you to anywhere. You know, you're not getting like three pointers, and you know sometimes you're not really getting many assists, but. Other than that, you know, they're pretty much Jer- helping you more than they're hurting. And you. I guess he said Jaron Jackson too. Jaron Jackson day to day. I didn't know that. Um, so for betting reasons, Jaron Jackson's and obviously Stephen Adams being out is your main rebounders. Usually they're in Memphis, so you can probably find some good overs um, at Memphis as far as rebounds are concerned. Yeah, and I almost didn't even list JJJ on this list because I think they're pretty much just sitting him today on their back to back, but because of his injury history, anytime he pops up, you pretty much just have to note it yep. because, you know, he could sit multiple games. You never know. For sure. Um, where do we leave off? So we've got Victor Oladipo, Jabari Smith, Jr. Jalen green. 
So again, two more Houston Rockets, but those guys sound like they're going to be back. Um, Jeremy Sohan. And as you mentioned, TJ Warren. So those guys are all day to day right now. Some of those guys we're still kind of waiting on um, injury updates. Like you mentioned with Nurkic um, and Jeremy Grant for Portland. And then uh, the Spurs, Trey Jones and uh, Jeremy Sohan. Uh, they both got injured last night, February 1st. So we haven't had like formal updates on those injuries, but as of right now, they are day to day. So just kind of keep an eye on them. We've talked about the Spurs before, man. I don't trust anybody on that team. I feel like they're just a whole team of like guys that you could pick yeah. up when they're playing and just hope for the best, but so, nobody that I'm like running out and adding and just keeping on the team. I would, I would say it's too bad that Sohan's on the day to day now. Hopefully he comes back real quick and it's nothing crazy, but he was starting to, to fire up a little bit here in the last week. He had that 30 point game on Saturday, the 28th. Um, but all, you know, 15 plus like for the, the last week or so. So he's, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, he's got something, something going, getting better. I don't. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, he's the, he's kind of their prized rookie right now. And um, yeah, like you mentioned um, against Phoenix, January 28th, he had 30 points, eight rebounds, five assists, three triples um, shot a hundred percent from the free throw line. And he has that unique, you know, one handed one hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's got a lot of unique stuff about him. He looks like our boy, Dennis Rodman. He's got the hair, yep. um, but he played 40 minutes that night. So the minutes are starting to go up and, you know, with that, he's getting more consistent stats and that's yep. huge for fantasy. So, um, he was a guy, you're right. He's a guy that like, you know, has been worth rostering. So sure. Hopefully he yeah. does come back. They're running out of bodies. You know, Vassell is still out for them. No yep. timetable for him. And uh, now, yeah, if uh, Jones is going to miss two, that just means, you know, some of their other guards, Josh Richardson, he's coming off a really good game last night um, against Sacramento February 1st. He had 19 points, eight boards, two steals, two triples in less than 30 minutes. So that's promising. He might be a guy, but again, I'm not running out to get any of these guys. No. And quite frankly, I just, I don't trust any of them. I just think um, they just keep tossing people in and out. And, you know, we know about what Popovich does with resting players. And clearly that team is tanking. They don't have anything to play for. So I just, you know, I, I almost just kind of skip over them. I just don't trust any of them, but I mean, if you want to stream anybody off their team who's healthy, it's not a bad idea because of the fact that they are, you know, running low on bodies right now. Yep. And then I guess the only other random thing I wanted to mention was you talked about Houston having some day-to-day guys and Jalen yeah. Green being out and whatnot. And OKC lost to Houston the other day, which I have no idea how that happened. I know. They were that so was short-handed. Crazy. And it's, I, I mentioned it um, in the picks, but – yeah, you talked about Eric Gordon last week, and I believe he had 25 points that game, so that showcased him pretty well. So I assume he'll be on the mood. And then your boy Eason was amazing, and he just yep. keeps getting more and more mad. I was literally going to bring both of those guys up right now. So, yeah, I have Eric Gordon listed as an ad. Now, I do think that uh, Jalen Green will be back for their next game. Uh, well, they play – okay, so they play tomorrow, February 3rd, against Toronto at home. And then they play the next night at OKC again. Um, 
So I don't know. Maybe maybe those guys sit the back to back. Who knows? That's why I'm kind of saying if you want to pick up Eric Gordon, like you mentioned, he's coming off two really good games. Last night's game against the Thunder that, like you said, they won. He had 25 points. He also had three triples, two steals, uh, three rebounds, three assists. You know, not, nothing major, but still it helps. And um, 35 minutes. And the game before that, it was against the Pistons, January 28th. He played 34 minutes, had 24 points, seven assists, two steals in the three. So he's putting up good numbers. They're low on bodies right now. So he's, you know, probably a pickup, especially if we get news that um, those injured guys are going to sit again for either of the, you know, two back-to-back games. Um, and then, yeah, I just want to talk about Tari Eason again. You know, we'll we'll kind of get to stashes here, but he's my number one stash. He's been so good. He's not even a stash at this point. He's a, he's a legit pickup right now yeah. um, with all the injuries and stuff. But, I mean, man – his stats that he's been putting up the last three games, he's had double doubles. Yep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read them all off real quick. Um, going back to January 26th, he had 18 points, 11 rebounds uh, in a block in 25 minutes um, against the Pistons. January 28th, he had 16 points, 10 rebounds, two steals and a triple played 31 minutes. That was very promising. Um, last night's game against, against the thunder, he had 20 points, 13 boards, three steals, two blocks, and a three, all in less than 20 minutes. I've been telling you guys, this guy is an absolute beast. He, in my opinion, is a must-own. He's not even like a stream or a stash. At this point, to me, he's a must-own. Um, I've had him in one of my leagues. I've had him all year. I drafted him and I've refused to do anything with him because I knew the upside was there. And I know that this team isn't playing for anything. They are clearly tanking. I do think they're going to make some trades and I think they're going to open some things up. And Tari Eason is the one guy I mentioned who was left off of the rookie team. Mm -hmm. And I think that is only going to help, you know, fuel the fire even more. I think it's going to motivate him to really finish the year strong. And, um, put his name out there yeah i think his might just been a matter of uh i wouldn't say too little too late but a lot it's just a little too late he just didn't get the minutes early on and now now he's reaping the benefits yeah for sure and you know they do have other guys too and you know obviously jabari smith you know top draft pick almost went number one (laughs) he was minutes away from being the number one pick so and then and then they also have shangun in the sophomore side too so shangun has been an absolute stud. He's yeah, he's great. The, that's the worst trade I've made all year, but I won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we've mentioned KJ Martin too the last yep. several shows, and, and he's yeah. been great too. He's had a couple double doubles. He's consistently getting double figure scoring, and he's playing minutes in the 30s right now. So he's another guy, you know, pretty much if he's out there, pick him up and just hang on to him. And really, these guys are all worth just kind of hanging on to to see what happens with them with the trade deadline. Yep. Um, I'd be shocked if Gordon's not moved. If he's not traded, he's a, a possible buyout candidate. And we'll start talking about that too. That's something that we haven't really discussed is the buyout market. That happens after the trade deadline. Guys who don't get moved, you know, if they're on bad teams or whatever, them or their agents go to the team and say, hey, get us out of here. We want to go to a team that can compete now and yeah, yada, yada, yada. So that will happen as well. And And he's a guy that if he doesn't get moved, if he doesn't get traded, He's def- definitely a buyout candidate. So um, just keep an eye out on all that. 
Um, as far as ads, the only other guys you mentioned, the Thunder, uh, Kendrick Williams has looked really good lately. He's just been um, pretty consistent scoring, rebounding, a little bit of defense, you know, nothing major, but a guy that definitely helps. Definitely a guy that you can stream. Yeah. I was um, going to say some random guys I had. Um, these aren't like go out and pick them up, but they're watch them guys. And the one is uh, Hartenstein the other day. Mm -hmm. He had a good numbers off the bench and who knows if that stays like that, but yeah. it's, it's worth watching. Um, also in New York, Emmanuel quickly has been great. I think he's probably picked up though by now I have him on my yeah. team, but yeah, we've um, talked about both of those guys. And I think, you know, with Hartenstein, it's still a kind of a toss up between him and Jericho Sims. I think correct. Sims has been starting still, but Hartenstein, like you mentioned, is coming off the really big game. He played 40 minutes against the Lakers, January yeah. 31st. Um, off the bench, had 16 points and 13 boards. So, I feel like Sims has been getting in a little bit of foul trouble too, and that might be opening the door. For yeah, and as I well. and I said I like Hartenstein, man. If he gets yeah. enough minutes, if he's getting even minutes in the upper 20s or or anywhere in the 30s, he's a pickup. Yeah, I like yeah. him a lot just individually. Like if I was creating a basketball team, I would love to have him on my team. I wanted the Pistons to sign him. I was kind yeah. of bummed that uh, that we couldn't get him. Yeah. I like that he was one of my like top under the radar free agents this past summer. Yeah. So that was a good pickup for the Knicks and for he's sure. a good player. So if they keep giving him minutes, absolutely pick him up and just ride him till the wheels fall off. And um, then, go yeah, ahead. I was going to, I was going to say one other, and this is when we talked about Brandon Clark already, but yep. it looks like the other day they went back to Tillman. I don't know what's going on there, who they're going to yeah, go with. Yeah, we, so we mentioned it, So We mentioned it. That's a possibility. I think they're just going to kind of juggle all those guys. They might go out and make a move. You know, Steven Adams is out right now. He's their actual center. And then they just have kind of a bunch of, like, power forwards that they're going to kind of rotate in and out. Yeah. So they might go out. They're a totally different team without Steven Adams. <laughs> yeah. No, That's I agree. Insane. The rebounding. And yeah. uh, and just the physical presence. So yeah, yeah, they might they might be inclined to go out and try to get another center. So we'll see. Um, if not, they might even go out and sign a guy. Who knows? There's a lot of free agents out there. Um, yeah, Marcus Cousins, a, Hassan Whiteside, guys like that. That could be a. Um, who am I thinking of? We were just talking about him. Uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a good spot for him. Or and here's a perfect segue. Let's get into some of the stashes. Yeah. And uh, these are a lot of these guys are big men. In fact, I'll just jump down my list. I'll go to all the big men that I have on my list here. These are guys that are on teams right now, but could be changing teams or could have guys around them who wind up changing teams that, you know, results in minutes opening up for them. So guys like Mo Bamba on the Orlando Magic, mm -hmm. uh, Chris Boucher on the Toronto Raptors, a familiar face around these parts, Andre Drummond. He's with mm -hmm. the Bulls right now. Uh, James Weissman, who we mentioned with the Warriors. Um, a guy I really like, Rashawn Holmes with Sacramento. He's buried behind your boy Sabonis. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's a guy, we've talked about him. If he goes to a situation where they're either committing to him as a starter or at the very least a consistent like 20, 25 minutes off the bench, he's an absolute must own in fantasy in my opinion he's a very consistent fantasy big man so all of those guys have upside um oh another one i didn't mention either is isaiah jackson now i'm less high on him 
because uh, Miles Turner did officially sign an extension and they came right out and said, we're not trading him. So all those people that were talking about, you know, the Pacers trading Miles Turner, I've been saying, you know, pretty consistently all season, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, as long as we take them to their word, um, it's not going to happen. So uh, Jackson probably winds up staying with them and just kind of riding the bench. But who knows? Maybe a team says, hey, we'll give you a couple picks or whatever. We want to take him. We want to use him. And if that happens, he's a guy you got to pick up and at least, you know, wait it out and see. He just has so much upside, especially in blocks. Um, you know, he can score. He's just, you know, all those guys. Those are all guys that, you know, as we get closer to the trade deadline and, you know, we have the all-star break and all that stuff, just, you know, if you've got an open roster spot, maybe pick one of these guys up and just kind of wait it out for a week and see if anybody moves, you know? For sure. Uh, we talked about Tari Eason a million times, so we don't need to talk <laughs> about him anymore. And then we've also talked about Jonathan Isaac. And, you know, they're similar players. They're forwards, um, defensive-minded guys, but really like just versatile kind of all-around scorers, you know, and just and just contributors across, you know, category fantasy leagues. So um, Isaac, I, I just don't know that anybody's going to be able to commit to him for minutes because of the health issues but you know we've talked about it a million times if orlando clears some space and says hey look you know we're ready to start playing you more i mean we're not going to start you or anything but like here's 20 25 minutes every game off the bench i'll take that from jonathan isaac so yeah no i I saw his minutes go down again the the other day they didn't really utilize him that much but yeah. Orlando. It's yeah, their exactly. right now. We got to kind of see what happens with them. And then another guy that's in the same situation is Robert Covington. I've always liked Covington. Mm-hmm. He's a good, he's another guy, like defensive minded guy, but just a versatile all around player, very fantasy friendly across nine categories. Um, he's buried right now in the Clippers rotation, barely playing at all, but he's a guy that could get moved. And, and the Clippers have been in some trade talks. Uh, in fact, I think Kawhi Leonard came out, and said like he wants another point guard and i don't blame him <laughs> and shout out to Kawhi leonard the number one fantasy player i think like over the last month i believe as far yeah as he's been great he's looking like concerned. he's looking like the Kawhi of old and it, it took yeah. some time uh but he's playing he's been you know uh staying on the court and like you said the the stats are there he's been awesome but uh yeah Robert- you want my towel <laughs> <laughs> um Robert Covington, though, he's a guy I like. Uh, just kind of keep an eye on him, keep an eye on that situation. And if he gets moved anywhere, to me, you pick him up and just see what happens. And if, if he goes to a team where they're going to commit to playing him on a regular basis, even if he's just playing like 20 minutes a game, that's enough for fantasy value. Um, one guy I wanted to mention, too, is a guy that you've brought up a couple times, Bones Highland on the yep. Nuggets. Yep. I like him. He's young, him. but he's got upside. and his name's been out there in trade talks lately. I don't know that Denver's going to move him because I do think that they like him. I just don't think they're ready to like fully commit to him yet because they have so much guard depth on that team. Yeah. But if he gets moved anywhere, you got to figure it's going to be to a team that's going to use him. And imagine if a team like Dallas or Toronto or even Chicago, somebody that like needs help, New York, you know, a team that like needs that like punch off the bench. Yep. Um, pick them up and just see what happens. 
if he gets traded anywhere, he's another guy. I would just pick him up and let's see what happens. Let's see what kind of role he walks into. Let's see how the minutes go. And if they're there, he'll put up stats. His shooting might be inconsistent, but you know, overall, he'll do enough across the board. He'll have value. Agreed. And then the last guy I wanted to mention is uh, Jay Crowder. And we've talked about him. He is, um, he's listed, I know on Yahoo, they do have him listed as injured. Even though he's not really injured in real life, he's just flat out not <laughs> playing. He's just like not even with the team. Yeah. Um, so it's been kind of nice. I actually had the very last pick in my draft in, in one of my leagues. So I took him and I've just stashed him. He's not like, a magnificent player across nine categories, but he's solid. He was like a top 100 player last year, you know, playing a, a consistent starting role. And if he goes to a team that gives him that type of role or anything close to it, he's a guy that can have low end value. So I'm not real excited about him, but he's a guy that can definitely help. So again, if you, if you need somebody that's just, you know, versatile can just help you across the board, not really hurt you anywhere. You're looking for depth. He's a guy you can stash. And again, what's nice is, you know, depending on what kind of league you're in um, and what kind of, and which site you use, you know, if you're in a Yahoo league, you can stash him on your IL and not have to worry about cutting anybody. If you've got an open IL spot, just throw him on there and let's wait it out. See what happens. Uh, I'm almost a hundred percent sure he's going to get traded somewhere. Yeah. And if he doesn't, he's a buyout candidate. No doubt about it. Nope. Well, I think that might cover it. You got anything else for today? I'm good, dude. All right. I got to say thanks for covering the stashes because I was a little busy at work today. So uh, <laughs> No worries, man. I actually had these winging ready to go bit. last week. I had them ready last week, but saved them for today, and it worked out perfect. Yeah, I was winging a bit today, so thanks for carrying the end of that there. Um, so, yeah, as always, we thank you for listening to Menace Podman. Uh, remember, next Thursday will be the trade, trade deadline, uh, 3 p.m., so we should have a, hopefully, a really hot just trade talking about show. But uh, We'll be ready. Yeah, thank, thanks for, uh, as always, everybody that lets us broadcast this. Check out Twitter, at Menace Podman. Leave us a review. Support us. If you like what you hear. Thanks. Thanks, Scott. Miss Parliament.